0: Calling all detectives. A man is killed in a locked, barred room. You're the detective. You know it was murder, but can you prove it? That is the problem on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, Private Detective. Let me, Jerry Browning, Private Detective, tell you something. There are killers so clever that they defeat themselves. I left police headquarters, walked to my car, got in, and drove straight to the Quaymore Arms Hotel, where Stephen Holly lived. The man who opened the door was about my height, strong featured, powerfully built. He said, This? Yes? What is it? Mr. Holly, I won't waste time. Sandage was found dead in his room this morning. Shot. Police say it's suicide. I know it isn't. Holly invited me in, sat down, calmly lit a cigarette. Really? How can you be so sure, Mr. Browning? Because Sandage came to see me a few days ago. He was afraid of being killed by you. Holly didn't flinch. John suffered from that delusion for years. Apparently, it drove him to suicide. It was no delusion, and it wasn't suicide. No matter what you or anybody else says. Ollie smiled. You intend to prove that I killed him? I smiled, too. Yes, unless you want to save time by confessing. (laughs) No, I'm afraid I can't accommodate you, Mr. Browning. And even if I did kill John, which, mind you, I don't admit, I doubt very much that you could prove it. I got up. Mr. Holly, that's the most foolish thing you ever said in your life. A man practically admitted committing a murder and defied me to prove it. I drove out to the Sandage home, found a homicide detail in charge. I said to the sergeant in charge, I'm Jerry Browning. Mr. Sandage hired me just a couple of days before he died. The sergeant said, oh yeah, Dawson said you'd be coming over. Want to take a look around? I nodded. If you don't mind, the sergeant waved his hand. Go right ahead. Plainest case of suicide I ever saw. I went upstairs to the master bedroom where the body had been found. The first thing I noticed was that the bedroom door had been removed and was propped up against the wall. It was a very heavy, massive oak door, as were all the doors of the house. While I was standing there, I heard footsteps behind me. It was the sergeant. He said, Looking at the door, Browning. Well, we had to take it off the hinges. Only way we could get in. I nodded. Locked from the inside, eh? And how? Oh, locked and on a chain besides. And look inside. Bars over the windows. A straight drop to the ground. No trees nearby. No other windows in line with this one. And we found a gun on the floor by the bed. Do you still think it was murder? Did you check the room for strange fingerprints? The sergeant was amused. Sure. As soon as Dawson phoned, telling us you were at headquarters making a fuss. And we didn't find any fingerprints. What else do you want to know? Something you can't tell me. How the murder was committed. I spent the rest of the day in and around the Sandage house. The sergeant was right about one thing. There was absolutely no way anybody could have shot Sandage from outside the room. And no way for anybody to get into the room once Sandage had locked himself in. As I was leaving, the sergeant said, By the way, what was the man so afraid of? He and another man were once in love with the same woman, Sergeant. She married Sandage years ago while he was a poor man. And she died before Sandage ever got a break. Sandage felt that his rival always blamed him for the woman's death. Well, thanks for your cooperation, Sergeant. That evening, I stationed myself outside Stephen Holly's apartment building. And when Holly came out, Holly spun around. Where are you following me? I'm not following you, Mr. Holly. I just happen to be going your way. Pay no attention to me. You'll be seeing me around a lot. For the next week, when I wasn't prowling around the Sandage house, I was trailing Holly and making no attempt to conceal it. And late one evening, I'd followed Holly around the corner, found him waiting for me when I turned it. He said, Groening... This is intolerable. I will not be followed by you. I shrugged. Better get used to it, Mr. Holly, because I'll never let up until I get you. Holly tried to find a reserve of calm. Browning, you have to make a living. I. How much do you want to leave me alone? I shook my head slowly. Holly shouted, I'll kill you. I <laughs> that's what you wanted me to say, isn't it? Don't worry. I'll never lose my control again. You'll never get me, Browning. Come on. Let's walk. Mr. Holly? You worked out some kind of a trick in that matter. A locked door stump. But it doesn't mean anything. It Well, it's like a puzzle. You know there's a solution. And if you're patient enough, sooner or later you'll find it. Good night, Mr. Holley. It was two in the morning. I'd been asleep for hours when the inspiration hit me. I sat up in bed, grabbed the phone, made two calls before I located the homicide sergeant. Also home and in bed. I said, I know it's late, but this is important. Sergeant... When your men took the door off Sandage's bedroom, did the screws come easily out of the hinges? I mean, if you could remove the door, then... Oh, the screws were rusted in. Yeah. Broke two of them. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sorry I bothered you. Good night. But the next morning, I was back at the Sandage house again. My dream image of that door being removed from its hinges was so real, I had to check it for myself. The sergeant was right, of course. Something like that would never escape his attention. I stood for hours before that door, still off its hinges. I rapped it, tested, practically beat my head against it because I knew that door held the answer. And then it came to me. My idea had been right, removing screws, not from the hinge, but from the lock. It was just a question of shifting attention, and I had it. I got the sergeant on the phone again. Come on over to the sandwich place. Yeah, I've solved it, but I don't want to touch anything without a witness. The door had a big, ornate handle in keeping with its mechanism The screws came out of the lock at a touch, and behind the lock was a hole big enough to put a man's fist through, or a revolver. That evening, I was waiting for Holly as usual. When he came out, I fell into step with him. I said, Well, oh, Mr. Holly, I finally solved the puzzle. The trick was a lock. Now that I know how you did it, I'm satisfied, and I'm uh, willing to talk money. Holly said, I'll give you $500. I shook my head. 5000 But I'll take the 500 as first payment. Holly took out his wallet, removed some bills, handed them to me. And as he did... i take that money. Holly, you're under arrest for murder. Yeah, trapping him was as easy as that, once we knew his murder mechanism. Like I said, the trickier a murder, the easier it is to solve. Because when you figure out the trick, you've generally figured out everything there is to know about it. the next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective.